Welcome to the Talking Shop Podcast. Join Josh and Michael as they talk about the latest hobby news, what's on the shelves at Grand Slam, the inside scoop on what it's like running a local card shop, and much, much more. Now, to the episode. Hey! Hello! How are you? I'm good. How are you? I feel like I haven't seen you in a couple days. <laughs> it is, it's Monday and it was trade night. It was Saturday, so long time no see. It was a good one. It was a good one. How was the rest of your weekend? I know that you said that you are, you know, um, taking care of the shop while you got a couple team members out of town. Yep. It's been crazy. So- Jerome is on a church mission trip to Boston, so he's out of town, and so I'm down at the shop this week. Uh, Aaron was on vacation last week, so I was down more at the shop last week. My wife went out of town Saturday, so I've been batching it for a few days with five kids and working and breaking and having a good time. So the weekend was very busy, but very good. Good, good, good. Hello, Mackie. Mackie's in the house. What's up? Thanks for joining us. Well, it's g- good that uh, we finally got some relief from the heat. I feel like today has been the first time in about three weeks. It hasn't been about a million degrees in this area. I don't know where all our listeners are at, but in the Charlotte area, it has been hot, hot, hot. The problem is with rain... We motorcycle riders don't like wet weather. So <laughs> I told uh who was in the shop with me today, Aaron, I said, I, I was born to live in Ari- Phoenix, Arizona, and it'll probably never happen. But I like dry. I like hot. Well, just uh, a quick recap of, um, well, before the recap, let's just do a quick quick rundown for those of you guys who are listening that are new to the show. We're going to do an opening rip uh, where we'll, we'll recap some things, some maybe some hobby news, things that are top of mind. Uh, then we move to new in the shop, and that's exactly what it is. Josh goes over what's coming into the shop this week. Uh, then behind the counter, hobby advice, listener questions, that's sort of a mashup of uh, sometimes we take a inside look at what it's like being a shop owner. And then sometimes we just have some great questions we want to field and do our best with that. Then a card from the vault, um, what's coming to the shop in the next few weeks, and then crazy stat of the week. So let's get things going by recapping. And I'm going to share my screen and apologies to those who um, do not uh, are not are just catching this uh, on the podcast, but I'm showing a, a couple photos from trade night. And, you know, to be honest, I was I was a little apprehensive. I didn't because it was such a quick turnaround from our previous trade night. I thought that maybe it was not going to be as well attended and I couldn't have been more wrong i got there a few minutes late because of a thunderstorm uh driving there and it was packed it was 601 and it was it was packed what what were your thoughts from from trade night josh well i think that picture believe it or not doesn't even do it justice (laughs) and that's a packed house so every trade night since the first i always feel like is anyone gonna come back to another (laughs) one and then there's I always have that fear, you know, like when you when you have a dream and you're, you know, 
you're running late or you you know you can't find something my fear is always that every trade night's gonna bomb so i'm always pleased with the turnout uh the other bummer part is we really have outgrown that spot for a trade <laughs> night. but i don't good. dare have it somewhere else because i want to sell stuff too right right so like, no like it's um it's a, that's a good problem to have but um and uh hey anthony thanks for the for the props there um uh, we got one big dog and one puppy in the hobby. Josh is the big dog. Yeah. Um, I'm the puppy. But I do want to show this photo. So for you guys who are listening, there's a photo and it's a packed house. Uh, every showcase, you could barely see the top. I feel sorry for the cards at the top of your showcases, Josh, because those do, don't get any love. And you know what sucks is I bought cards and displayed them in the top <laughs> of the showcase. I had the, I had the showcases nicely stocked for trade night and no one saw any of those nope. cards because nope, everybody was trying to move their own which is cool it's it was yep. it was awesome i do want to show this photo of these two guys here uh do you remember their names josh yeah it's ryan and josh actually so this is a before picture uh just just a, a little commentaries uh color commentary so josh is great about doing some giveaways and some of the giveaways in the past have been sort of some retail stuff and uh, you know, but don't sleep on the retail stuff. I remember one young man uh, in one of the giveaways pulled a downtown Justin Fields. So that was, yeah. uh, it made his and, year probably. And in my defense, when I give away retail, I give it away to everyone that comes. And so, oh, yeah, it's like 50 yeah. boxes of it. So there were some heavy hitting giveaways this time. Uh, a couple of the, was is it a Leaf product? Uh, uh, the Jersey yep. uh, graded card combo. I forgot the name of the product, but that, those were sweet. Uh, I believe it was, uh, uh, I can't even remember which jersey that was pulled. It was Julio uh, Rodriguez paired with a Cal Ripken autographed card. Oh, yeah. that I think that was the that was a, one of th three boxes that were open, but I think that was the one that was given away. Uh, and then, uh, so, and we had another giveaway that slipped in my mind, but so just Zach to- Wilson, Zach Wilson RPA booklet out right. of there. Limited, I think, numbered to 47 or 49. That's a huge card. That's a huge card. Not bad for showing up on a trade night, right? Well, these two gentlemen uh, participated in the last quote-unquote giveaway, and they had to um, consume these Packy, Packy, Packy yeah. One Chip Challenge chips. One chip, the famous One Chip Challenge. Now, Josh, uh, have you have you done this? I've said before, Taco Bell mild sauce is too hot for me. So maybe that's I'm, why I get my kicks off watching these guys suffer through these chips. I, I I enjoyed spicy food. I mean, I've been known to to do like the Braveheart wings at Wild Wing, uh, and 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 gentlemen out there uh, and and ladies, make sure you wash your hands before you go to before you go to the bathroom after eating those wings, or you're going to be in a lot of pain. Uh, well, but this this might be TMI, but Ryan there on the left told me that he did not do that when he got home and regretted <laughs> it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, here's a before picture, and then uh, where they're looking great, they're um, they're they're looking optimistic, uh, and then um, here's one, and 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 Ryan, the guy on the left, look, looks like he's been he like a couple rounds with he uh, looks like he's been in a snoop dog concert for a, a night or two <laughs> i mean red. 
I mean, it that uh, and the funny thing is, is we had some kids that wanted to participate. And I was telling you in the pregame that uh, there were some I've never seen a set of kids that were more glad they didn't win a giveaway. You could see it in their eyes that they were the minute they won. If they had won the chance to do this, they were giving up that ticket right then. I can guarantee you that they would have given up that ticket. And for those of you that weren't there, the way I did it was um, I needed two volunteers, one to each to eat one of those chips. And whoever showed the least reaction to eating the chip won the, and it was like $50 store credit. And so um, although Josh on the right probably was the winner of that, I awarded them both the give the credit. So <laughs> well, they were both winners and and the other volunteers, and losers, and losers. Yeah, they were winners and losers. But both of them messaged me later and said that they were still struggling at home with that. The after effects of that is really what continues to get you. So yeah, when I see stuff like that, it's just it's just disaster pants. That's all I think is that it's just going to be a. It's just not going to be. But good. it was fun. I recorded it. It was fun, and uh, you know they got fifty dollars credit. Yes. So another successful trade night. It's it's one of those things that um, it's starting to take a take become a thing of its own. And um, I'm really, really. I, I mean, it's I'm starting to look for people there. They're starting to come up to me, and we're talking about. Uh, not just cards, but life, you know, uh, some real friendships are being created uh, at these trade nights. And it's uh, it's really special to to be able to come together around a hobby and then find some good friends. So and I probably um, added a good 20 to 30 Brady cards to my collection. So (sighs) some nice ones. It was impressive. Speaking of Brady cards, and this is a little bit of a departure. Uh, I'm going to share my screen again. And oh. uh, you, do you want to talk about this card? It's uh, for you guys who are listening. This is the, what year is this? The, this the, is the, the 2016 Brady. Prism Base Tom Brady. And the reason we throw that up on the screen is I'm going to show you um, the first year they ever did Prism was in 2012. And so if you look at my screen, I have a 2012 Prism Tom Brady. Um, I actually sent it off and got it graded and got a 10 out of it, believe it or not. But that's the first ever Prism Tom Brady. And so as I was going through my my cards, my Brady's uh, last night looking for cards to submit in this next round of grading, um, I pulled the 2012 out. So I pulled the 2013. This is the 2013 Brady Prism base. Uh, Less expensive than the 2012. And then... I kept digging. I was like, surely I've got one of each. So there's the 2014 Tom Brady prism. Um, The 2015. For those of you that have never seen these or care, that's what the 2015. But then I scoured my 1600 Brady cards and I do not have a 2016 base Tom Brady. So if anyone has a 2016 base tom brady card i'm in the market because i want one of every one of his prisms um so after 16 you go to 17 so i've got 20 uh, 2017 there it is one of my that one's probably one of my favorites there um and then 2018 2019 also a favorite i remember when that came out 
and then I happen to get a 2020. Some I have a, a regular base of this, but I figured I might as well pull the graded one. I did get a, a PSA 10 off of somebody at one time. The other card I'm missing, and maybe we'll pull it in tonight's break because I'm breaking right after this, but I don't have the 2021 base. And of all of this prism we've been breaking and ripping, <laughs> I haven't opened any myself really, and I don't have a 2021. So I need a 2021 base, Brady. So if anyone hits that tonight, maybe I can buy that off you for a few bucks. Um, 2016 prism. Then I'll have 2012 through 2022 Um Base prism and Anthony says the Brady behind me is sick. He's not wrong. I actually bought that from Anthony. Thank you again. <laughs> it's got the the spellbound Tom Brady spelled out. Love it. Anthony. Love it. Yeah, so please, so if you have one money, one Facebook user saying who who are we talking about? Who's this Brady? Brady character. never heard of him. Yeah, never heard of him. And then George, 2014 is his favorite. 14. Let's uh, see. I I I love that. I'm with yeah. you, George. That is probably my favorite. Yep, that's a fantastic set. Um, so um, this is segueing into uh, the second part of the opening rip, which is PSA is has lowered their pricing um, for it's a na it's for the national in July. Um, uh, the going rate, uh, whether or not you're submitting straight to them by the end of July or uh, in person at the national is $18 a card. Uh, our friends at Palmetto, uh, they're the rate that they extended to us to take care of some shipping and some processing was $21, uh, a card, which is, crazy. I tell you, it's, that's crazy low. So, uh, you have a stack of cards that you're going to be submitting. Sh show just the stack. Maybe we'll just maybe do a preview video of everything you're sending and, uh, and then a reveal video. So that is the stack of cards that you're sending to PSA SG and SGC, SGC. mostly SGC. SGC. Uh, I'll show you the SGC stack in comparison. So, uh, PSA and SGC. So I'm going to ask. Yep. So SGC is $24 a card, but you get those back lightning fast. Their turnaround times are crazy right now. The PSA stack is probably uh, half as large. Um, and But you're sending those at what rate? PSA ones? Yes. I'm sending them at the $50 rate, the $50 rate, which is that's about a 30, 30 day turnaround. No, I think it's longer than that. Okay. Uh, 30 to 60 days, probably because the, the 18 slash $21 rate, that's probably closer to a five to six month turnaround. I would think so. Yeah. Um, so so in the pregame, and I said we'll save it for this show. Why? Why are you doing that? Why? Why are you up? Why send up, this many to SGC at thirty bucks as opposed to PSA at twenty one? Is that kind yes. of the? Yep. So, two reasons. Um, I'm really impatient. I want these cards back, even though they're not going anywhere. I want them back fast. Okay. Um, if I could get them back from PSA as fast as I could SGC. I would probably lean that way. The other reason I'm sending these um, to SGC is because a lot of them are like, as you can see, they're really 
like the die cuts mm. and the they're just cards that I chose that are not extremely valuable, but they are really unique as in their older die cuts um, or they're some of my some of my favorite uh, looking cards like this, you know, luminance is one of my favorites. And so there's some really just really neat cards. So I like the look of SGC's black borders. And y'all will get a kick out of this. I'll, we'll definitely show it on the show when um, when these come back. But check this out. I thought this would look much better in SGC holders. It's the Spellbound Brady's. There you spelled go. Out. So I'm less concerned about the grade and the resale value on these than I am the display presentation. And I think SGCs look better to display. That's obviously a personal opinion. Um, that Spellbound was Brady spelled out in his Bucks uniform. Hmm. I've also got Brady spelled out in his Patriots uniform. So I thought those would look really cool. All, all slap. Oh, absolutely. And so, uh, we'll those when they get back. So just to, to segue into my question, just such a show off. Um, These are not valuable cards, but. What does this mean for the, the future of grading because I, I obviously this is strategic to me um you've got prison football that just dropped prison basketball just dropped uh optic is dropping uh next week um and we'll talk about optic a little bit but obviously they're making a play for the cards that SGC has been getting so do do you yeah. see a scenario where it gets lower than this? And is that a good thing? You've always been a proponent of higher grading fees because it keeps people honest on what they're sending in. So what say you on this grading tier they're they're introducing? And do you see it going lower? I bet it lands if they're telling you that with a $21 or $18 submission fee, they're confident they can handle the load. Otherwise they wouldn't do it. They know it's going to take a while probably, but it's not going to be a two year turnaround. So it's all about, can they handle the load? And, you know, there are so many of us that want these cards back quickly and by quickly, I mean a month, not six months, nine months, a year. And so in a market where the cards are doing this and they're so dependent on who's in the Super Bowl or who's not injured or who hasn't beat their wife up, I mean, you want to get these cards back and get them sold as fast as possible. So if they could ever get to $20 a card and a 30-day turnaround, oh my goodness, it's game over. Game over. Uh, I Except agree. for the sect of people that like SGC's look um, or, you know, HGA has built their business on their custom labels. And there's a sect of people that just love those labels. And yeah. um, it's never going to be as many as people that like PSA because it's just been burnt into our head that those are the that's the best way to go. But if I'm slabbing, here's the other thing, and I this is maybe a dumb question that I don't know. Does and see if you know it. Does PSA do a slab only, no grade, just a protection slash? 
that would just be an uh, just to authenticate a card. I think they would just authenticate it, but it would be the same price. Um, yeah, so, so you might as well get a grade on it because my yeah. thought was I might as well grade it. Maybe I'll get lucky and then hit a nine or a ten. But um, George is wondering about the cards that were dropped off on Saturday. Josh, you got a uh, answer. He's like, when will Palmetto be receiving the cards from Saturday? And just for you guys listening that didn't go to trade night, every trade night, Josh and his team, they uh, and sometimes Palmetto cards is there. But uh, we um, we accept cards uh, for Palmetto cards if they're not there, and then get them to them by yep. tomorrow is the plan. So um, Monday Monday's tough because I'm in the shop, and then I'm doing podcast and break on Monday. So Sunday obviously is the weekend; everybody's closed, and we took them Saturday night. So the plan is uh, Palmetto will get them tomorrow, and then. Hopefully we get them back within a reasonable amount of time and I'll go drive down and pick everyone's up again. So um, partly because I'm nice, but partly because I'm impatient and they always have my time. <laughs> and I want to get those back too. So yes. So about- Anthony agrees that, uh, yes, give me the quick turnaround. Uh, why is SGC 10 so cheap? Are you talking about resale, George? Uh, I would assume George is talking about resale and, it's it is a little mind-boggling to me because SGC has a good reputation for being really good at grading the cards accurately. Mm-hmm. And if it's an SGC 10, that card is a PSA 10. I would almost put money on it. Yep. Um, and a lot of the times, if it's an SGC 9.5, it's probably a PSA 10. But right. the 10s, especially, I would think are are almost a lot for PSA 10s. And it is, it's just the stigma of PSA versus everybody else. It's just what it is. And I'm hope I was hoping that that would be a stigma that would go away as PSA was so backlogged and everybody jumped on the other brands. Um, but it just, it's like, it's like I said last week, the bit, the business is an 80 year old man stuck in his ways and they just will not adapt right. very easily. Right. So maybe they will still eventually. But like I said, all my favorite Brady's that I like the looks of, here's one little refractory one that look just looks cool with the Buccaneers logo. That's going in a black SGC label. I don't care. PSA's card card holders and labels are not attractive. And so I'm going with SGC on these cards. And um, look at this card. This card's cool. It's not None of these are valuable. They're just my personal. But that's an O2. Look at that. He looks like a young kid. <laughs> well you know um and then anthony makes no sense since sgc is a tougher grader uh but psa psa i mean if you if you try um at all and i and i've done that in the last month or so to try to consolidate um sgc resale at cards for dealers there are dealers that just will just tell you they just have a harder time moving it at uh, at a price that makes sense to them um on the market and, and i've seen it i've seen it as well so here's um, a but, thought sorry go ahead but that you know time time will tell um uh, there are um and we'll go into some um some numbers but um this is it's, this is not the end of the story even if psa keeps dropping prices because then the other then the other grading companies will drop prices as well to try to keep up. But what, what, what were you about to say? 
and or SGC's turn as their traffic slows because everyone's going to the cheaper PSA rate, your turnaround times with SGC are just going to get faster and faster. It, uh, it right now, uh, I've been, it, you know, if you watch any sort of content on the, the hobby, there, there are folks that are getting uh, their bulk submissions back in less than a week from wow, SGC. That's super fast. It um, is lightning I, fast. What I was going to say is if, SGC 10s are so much dramatically cheaper than PSA 10s. That's not a bad idea to scoop up some nice, juicy G SGC 10s, crack them, and send them babies to PSA. Absolutely. You're going to feel like, you know, I don't know. I should look for this actually, but like, you know, Tom Brady high end, you know, case hit type cards, downtowns mm -hmm. and stuff. If it's 1200 bucks for an SGC 10, and it's two thousand dollars for a PSA ten. Why not twelve hundred and spend a hundred bucks and you know? Absolutely. All right. The send last thing in the SGC. Send it in the SGC uh, holder with that big old ten on it. So <laughs> you're like, my job is easy. This is a ten. Right. Um, okay. The last thing in the opening rip. Um, and I, I thought this was funny. Funny, interesting, not funny. Ha ha. Um, so this card is um, making waves <laughs> in in the hobby. Uh, so this is out of Tops Definitive that dropped last week. A high end uh, Tops product, very high end, two thousand dollars a box. Um, and this is the uh, out of thirty five Austin Meadows, Randy Rosarena dual auto dual patch card, beautiful card. Here's the issue. This is not Austin Meadows or Randy Rosarena's autograph. I have those pulled up here. So this is... Take a good look at this. This is Austin Meadows. And for you guys that are listening, um, you'll have to catch this on the, on the replay. But this is Austin Meadows' autograph. And if you're listening, it looks like this. It looks like an EKG heartbeat <laughs> or a lie detector test. All right. right. Uh, and then... You have Randy Rosarena's, which has like an inscription in a it. A little face drawn in it, almost. Yeah. Um, and then, so if you take, so one more time, Austin Meadows, a Rosarena, and then this card. It's it not like even close. A third grader that learned cursive learned right. how to write their names in cursive. It's, it's not even close. And here is the, the, the funny, interesting part of this. Tops jumped all over this as far as a remedy they are saying that if you pull this card they will send you they will not only send you a replacement for the card that they will send you a box of tops definitive so in for all intents and purposes this card with fake autos has now become a chase card this card is worth whatever this card would sell for plus a two thousand dollar box of tops definitive this is a crazy hobby. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are, <laughs> oh, to be the one that hits that one card in a break for 80 bucks. That's my first thought. <laughs> you hit that card, you just hit a $2,000 jackpot in a break. And I just don't understand, like, those are on-card autos. So obviously, and we said this earlier, whoever signed that signed both of those names. Oh, yeah. And That's so the same person. I would love to know the actual backstory of who signed it and why. And then 
Because a Rose Arena and Austin Meadows both have autographs in other products. It's not like those guys don't sign or they can't get a hold of them. Or it's, you know, like LaMelo, it was like, when's LaMelo going to sign? And that was right. the whole thing. But you didn't get a LaMelo in anything because he just hadn't signed. Right. And so these other guys are signing. So that's a little weird. I want to know the story behind that. And then kudos to Tops for going hardcore with making up for it. And I did hear that they said they're this is going to be dealt with very uh affirmatively or however they word it but you got to think they could go after austin and randy for this is a big deal because i've seen some um comments and some other threads where they're like this just totally turns me off of buying anything tops product which i think is a little dramatic but um but tops can argue that customers now have that opinion and those two have done significant damage to their brand um, by not holding upholding their end of the deal by autographing these cards properly. So they're going after those two. And I don't know if there'll be any more, I would assume they're going to do some damage control, but makes everyone going to take an extra close look at any of their autos now out of some of the top oh. from that. But I tell you, if this happens, this doesn't, this doesn't get tracked down if the, if Twitter doesn't exist. Or if, I mean, if the internet doesn't exist, which, you know, there are not a lot of autos going around before the internet. Um, But if, you know, with the visibility that big hits have, Mm -hmm. if if this doesn't surface, who knows? Who knows? Who who knows how many times this has happened in the past? We'll see. Um, All right. Enough of the enough of the opening. I will, I will say the um, let me let me say really quick. You know yeah. how a card is numbered to like thirty five, and we'll mm-hmm. have like two of them pulled in the store. Someone will get number seven of thirty five, and someone will get number twenty eight of thirty five. So I'm always like, you mean to tell me there's thirty five of this card in existence, and two of them get pulled within <laughs> two days of each other in one little shop? But with the internet it really has to be accurate yeah. because you couldn't get around that. You, so you it's couldn't. really odd to me that that yeah. happens. Anthony's asking, are all the 35 signed that way? It'll be interesting. How many of these hit the market? It'll be interesting to see how many of these hit the market and not get sent back to tops. Like Josh, if you, if you pulled this, would you send it back to tops or would you put it on the secondary market? Uh, well, if I wanted a free box of definitive, I'm so I'm sending it to tops ASAP. But if I'm like, you know what? I won this in a break. Someone wants to give me 1500 bucks for it. That's another thought too. Yeah. Well, well, either way you win. And so that's (laughs) why it's become a chase card. It has become a chase card. It's crazy. Avery shelves, uh, whose shelves? These shelves? He's talking your shelves. Oh, these shelves. Not my Appreciate little, I, not my little IKEA. Show. <laughs> uh, all right, thank you, Avery. Um, new in the shop. What is heading to the shelves of Grand Slam? Wednesday, day after tomorrow, the big one's going to be um, Chronicles Football 2021. So another, another very late uh, 2021 product, but Chronicles Football will be. Even though it's Chronicles, this is a very hot product. People love it. It's hit heavy. It's numbered card heavy. It's rookie heavy. Like 80% of the box is rookies. But I love it. Um, you love it. I like it. 
Um, I don't like the price. These boxes are like $5.99 a box online everywhere. That's too high. I have to be at $4.99 or I lose money. So I'll be at $4.99 just to be as cheap as I can be because it's Chronicles, but it'll sell fast. We'll probably dabble in a few, a few boxes online. We'll break a couple boxes because it is fun to break for how hit heavy it is. Um, that's, that's Wednesday. Um, and then tops archive signature. What was it? Retired or active? Yes. Oh, it's the old guys. It's the old okay. people version. Retired. So that's supposed to hit us Wednesday. It got from tops. It was delayed to my distributor. And so I won't have it Wednesday, maybe Thursday or something like that, but I'm not getting a lot of that for some reason that it's not a high end product. It's been like $59, $69 a box in the past. And now it's like with inflated prices, it's like $89 a box. But uh, for some reason, I never get allocated very much of that product. The last couple years, I've not gotten a lot of that. It's the weirdest thing because it's not crazy hot product. But uh, no, but you can get some Hall of Fame autos in there. Yeah. And there's always, it seems like in those, there's always a couple one on ones oh, yeah. per place and stuff. So oh, yeah. That will be probably a little bit delayed, but um, Chronicles is the big one. And then Tops Pristine Baseball, we've got a little bit of that coming in. That also comes out on Wednesday. And then Friday, remind me what comes Friday. I think there's one release. Panini uh, Select Draft Picks Football. Select Draft Football. That seems like that's never been out before. I think that's the first year for that product. Yes. So that's going to be college jerseys. Uh, with the select brand, um, you know, with, uh, I guess it would be um, concourse premier than field level, hopefully. Yeah. Of the 2022 um, players? Is that 2022? Yeah. yeah. 2022. I don't have confirmation that I'm getting that yet. That would be Friday if we do. It would ship tomorrow or Wednesday if I do, so I'll know then. But Chronicles is going to steal the show anyway in the shop, so people will be after that, and it will sell well. Excellent. That's your price, four ninety nine a box. I hate it as much as you do, but it'll be cheaper than the internet. So yes, come and get it because it's and not we'll gonna break last. Some, we'll break some so people can jump in it for twenty bucks a spot or something. Nice, nice. All right. So, um, <clears throat> speaking of, um, speaking of select, we've got Prism Football that is out. We've got Optic, which is coming next week. And then the week of the national, we have select. So I wanted to put together something. And again, this is going to be visual heavy, but that's. Um, and so uh, for you guys who are listening, please try to catch this on YouTube. But um, so, and I'm going to. So it's hard for you to see. And I, see know, if... I know what you're going to ask me. And I and the answer is just. You could probably get rid of us, right, for this part, little part. Yeah, I'm just going to move this over. <clears throat> I'll so, tell you what your question is probably. but Well, so let's just take a look at, and while I'm moving things around, what, which one of these between Prism, Optic, and Select is your favorite? Without a doubt, Select is. Um, and that's just the, the look of it is my favorite. Um Optic is probably my second and Prism's my third. Interesting. Uh, that doesn't mean that's the ones I would want to own in that order because I want to own what's more desirable and valuable. So 
That makes sense. That makes sense. And so it's the exact opposite order of what I just said. Right. So the first slide I'm going to show you is um, Patrick Mahomes. His and I try to find things that were equal. Uh, so you're looking at his uh, PSA nine um, because I wanted to make all these sort of reasonably priced as well. Yeah. So his PSA nine silver prism, his PSA nine optic hollow and his PSA nine premier, not field level, but premier silver. And these are recent sales. And so his prism sold for just under 900, his optic sold for uh, just under 700. And here's the interesting thing. His silver um, select. select sold for 1200 more than his prism. Yeah, sold for $1,250, not $1,200 more than the right. others, but $1,250. $1,250. Fast forward to 2020. Uh, and looking at Justin Herbert, the darling of the hobby uh, in for this year. Um, his silver prism sold for 510 PSA 9. His optic rated rookie only sold PSA 9 only sold for 250, which I think is a screaming deal if anybody wants to scour. But talk about the effect of select retail <laughs> becoming a retail product you can go out there and this was last week today's the 11th this closed on the 3rd of july justin herbert premier level silver prism psa 9 on bids closed at 81 81 dollars so yeah asking you here the mac jones and I couldn't find, obviously, because they haven't come out yet. So I had to find filler and uh, filler photos. Mm -hmm. The Mac Jones PSA 9 right now, Prism Silver is going for 256 What do you think when it all shakes out based on what we've seen from the past and just fast forwarding? What do you do you think that select will continue to be sort of watered down because of the retail version of it uh, to where it's lower than the optic version or the prism? Or do you think select bounces back uh, because now everybody's just used to it being um, yeah. uh, the used to seeing it in uh, on store shelves now? So I think a couple things. If this year's select is as quarterback chase heavy as last year's, then yes, it's going to just continue to do that. If they decided to pull back the reins and pull a little more of a prism and make those cards harder, which I don't see happening because with select, you've got field level, premier level, concourse. So they have to get all those, those levels in there. Um, what I think is really what's going to happen is that it's all going to get watered down and the, the $1,200 Mahomes cards, the Mac Jones and the Herberts and the Burroughs are going to turn into the numbered ones. If you want a $1,200 Burrow or Herbert, you're going to have to get a numbered card or a case hit or the 
rarer color variation or something. So that's my thought because they have to cater now to all the different levels of collectors that there are with all the new people to the hobby. And so the prism base cards are going to be pretty inexpensive and just kind of going to always stay pretty inexpensive. And even the PSA tens are just going to be a couple hundred bucks. I sold a burrow PSA 10 prism base in the shop today for 300 bucks. That's going to be the ceiling probably on those where before it would have been a lot higher uh, without retail. So they got to do it because hobby boxes are too expensive for 90% of the population. And so those of us that play in prism, like we're going to do right after this break, you know, we need to have some stuff that we can chase and, um, and some cards that we can afford to buy at shows and have. So I think as optic retails out, select retails out and prism retails out and they're printing it till the cows come home because, we, <laughs> because all the breakers need product and all right. the kids need product and all the, dads that want to open product with their kids need product they can afford and they're just going to leave the hobby boxes to the big boys and you want the the $800 Herbert that's going to turn into the $2,000 Herbert you're going to have to play in the numbered stuff and the harder to find case hit stuff and because those $50 and $20 base rookie cards they're only going to go to a hundred or two and that's if they pull up burrow and go to the super bowl i mean right it's got to get in the playoffs first so um the only the only problem i had with your your mahomes pictures is every rookie prism in 2017 was a silver. silver but i don't know about select so you might be comparing the mahomes at uh select silver which is harder to pull than the base prism silver that would be the only reason why the select one maybe in my mind would be a little bit more expensive than the other two interesting um, because a psa 9 select mahomes would probably be more like 500 right. which would fall right in line with the 700 optic and the 900 prism okay. but someone it, can correct me if they know that answer i can't remember in 2017 that was when i just first started out with the shop if all rookies out of select were silvers i don't think they were but I'm pretty confident they weren't. So that's why, why is the select one more, more expensive than the prism silver? I think right. it's because it was rarer than the prism silver. And I learned uh, that a couple years ago that every Mahomes prism rookie card was a silver because all the rookies were silvers back then. So I, I will tell you, I don't think that uh, Mahomes had a concourse version of his card. I think he only had, it only started and I didn't even look, I was, I should have that if he had either had a premier level and or a um, field level uh, that year. So there wasn't sort of that base uh, version of that, that card. I, Interesting. I, have, I have to be careful in the shop with really nice prism base burrows and Herberts and now Max and fields and those Trevor Lawrence's is telling customers, look, Look what a Burrow, look what a Mahomes base prism card goes for now. And if Herbert's any good, that one will be twelve hundred, and you're getting to buy it for fifty bucks. You know, I, you're not comparing apples to apples, right. so I have to be very careful telling people like there's going to be a lot more Herbert Burrow base cards 
And so your ceiling is going to tap out a lot lower than it will for Mahomes. Just from the sheer print runs of it. I get it. Correct. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's go ahead because we want to get you breaking that prism break. Uh, let's go ahead and move to card from the vault. What do you, what do you got ooh, for us? Ooh. So I was going to show, um, this was my stack of that's going to PSA. <laughs> and so I stayed up till like one in the morning last night. Cause trade night was the other and Sunday was jam packed for me and I'm by myself. So last night I stayed up late combing through the Brady collection. Cause I wanted to find a bunch of Brady's to send off. And uh, this was in my binder, so don't hate on me. I don't have a lot of these cards in binders. I'm not that deep. But um, I saw this card in the binder, and I'm like, man, this looks really good. Um, and it's the silver version, too, and I pull it out. So it's the Tom Brady stained glass prism. This is out of 2018 prism, and it's the silver. And I thought that card's expensive. And so I pull it out and I inspect it. And of course it looks really, really good. Like maybe it could 10. And, uh, and I look up comps and, you know, just raw, it's like 400 bucks or something like that. And then I, so then as I'm deciding, should I spend the money to get it PSA? I thought if I get a nine, it's eight or 900 bucks. So yeah, it's worth the money. And if I get a 10, then it's a couple Ooh. thousand dollars. Cause there's only two on eBay that people are asking and they're asking like uh, crazy amounts. Anthony, this, now that you say that Anthony's saying, wait, didn't that come from me? This would be the third week in the row. My <laughs> vault card is a card I bought from Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, I don't know certain enough. This was buried in my, this was buried in my binder from 2018. So I don't know, but now that you say that, it does kind of ring a bell that maybe crazy, crazy, crazy. George also said that Herbert and Burrow have been scary in prism. Um, I'm not really sure what that you mean no, by that, George. He means, he means scarce. Oh, so okay. That I think that's what he means. Uh, George, correct us if you're wrong, but uh, or if we're wrong. But let me see some of these others. Hey, since we're talking about old select cards, I found this one too that's gone. So these are going to be gone for a while. So I'll show it now. This is a an old 2013 select hot stars insert at 2013 i think is the first year of select I, i'll have to verify that but um but look at this the old crown royal with the long the brady long hair so nice also we talked about grading early and why i chose psa and some and why i chose most for sgc um some of it was also this is a big part of it and i should have said this when I study some of these cards and I'm like, this is perfect. I turn it over on the back, look at the corners. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Dinged. I'm like, <laughs> well, now I know I can't get a 10. And so I want to go the cheaper route and get it slabbed. So that was a lot. These were cards where perfect, 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 perfect. All right, I got a shot at a 10 here. So a lot of those had like one dinged corner. And so they go to SGC because, um, I'll save some money. I'll still get them back at a decent turnaround time, and uh, they're not going to tan anyway. So, and George did mean scarce. So, thank you, George. Uh, so, my card from the vault, um, and as as usual, not like your card. Um, it and I just got a shout out. Daniel uh, Daniel Jones uh, gave me this deal at the at trade night. The quarterback knew, Giants or no, no not Danny Giants. Our Daniel Jones. So this is uh, it's, it's a low grade 
but he knows that super I'm a Marvel cool. guy and super cool um, Silver Surfer. And one of my kids was like, why do you collect Silver Surfer? I was like, because it's cool. He's on a surfboard around space. And he's going to make a comeback in the MCU. If they're going to bring back the Fantastic Four, this guy is going to make it. Now, he's probably going to be OP, overpowered, so they're probably going to water him down a little bit, but this guy is going to make an appearance. Uh, They'll probably make him a woman. I can always count on you for one of those, at least one of those per episode. I, what I wanted to say was much worse, but I'm going <laughs> to all right let's let's move on let's wrap things up what's coming to the shop next week josh um do you have the list pulled i do so we've got i've mentioned it i've mentioned it optic football um afraid to ask how much of that you're going to get in uh to to be announced on how much of that we've got immaculate baseball um a big one uh national treasures basketball uh, which about, about as big as it gets right yes. there. Uh, clearly authentic baseball, another one of these products that uh, they buy back the cards, they stamp them, and they, then there's an autograph. Uh, yep. And then an interesting one, you didn't say whether or not you were getting this or not, but Panini Chronicles NASCAR. So sometimes I do get that stuff, and so um, I probably put in for it, and I'm just waiting to see. I didn't want to specifically say yes to that, um, uh, will there be retail optic football is what George asks. I think, George, they do that every year, right? Am I just... Yeah. Optic retail football. Oh, yeah. There'll be there'll be plenty of that. We'll have plenty. For any one of my local customers, I got a huge shipment of Prism Retail back in today. So if you want a hanger, I have boatloads of hangers down at the shop. And we're breaking... We're breaking 10 tonight with six blasters. And then there is a break up right now on the break page for 15 more hanger boxes. So if you like prism hangers, because we know they're juicy, I've got 15 of them. We're filling the break as we speak. It's filling and it'll break tomorrow and it's 29 bucks. So come on. Anthony, if Amber Heard plays Silver Surfer, I'm gonna give away my Silver Surfer cards. Just kidding, but please, please let that not happen. Ever, ever. Speaking of Amber Heard, he, ooh, I do want to show one one card. So I did find this. This is sort of a crossover. This is Aquaman versus Namor. So Aquaman's a DC guy, and Namor is a uh, Marvel guy, and they're sort of the same version of the same hero uh, in two different universes. So found that. It's not worth anything. Have you always been a loser? Oh, I'm I, just, yes. No. <laughs> yes. More so recently. I'm, I'm a bigger loser. I <laughs> All well, right. Let's. Oh, I, I have not breaking news because I don't have an answer yet, but um, I got a text from Aaron from Palmetto Cards. Maybe Aaron or Meredith is watching live right now. We could only be so lucky. <laughs> can, can, can I? I'll, sh- I'll show his. Um, let me show his his text so people know I'm not lying, and you you haven't you don't know this. So he says, "Oh, it's hard to see. I'll just read it." He says, "I must have been a bad guest. I haven't gotten the invite back." 
Oh, so, well, I have mentioned it, but so here is my my response. <laughs> next week, we'll see what he says. Maybe we'll there have we it go. next week, and we can, there before we the national, we'll talk his plans for the national. That'd be a great episode. He he's been there. I haven't. I'll know plenty after I get back. But he can he can give us all the rundown we'll, on the national. We'll set it up. Text him back and let him know that he's invited. He'll have the link to the episode, and he can join us. Join us then. All right, let's take it on home so that you can start this break. Crazy stat of the week. I don't even have one because I know you wanted to get this break going, but I'm going to pull it up on the screen. Crazy stat of the week. I, I found you? this I found this one, and I thought it was pretty cool. So the, for our listeners, the highest slugging percentage with runners in scoring position over the last 50 years, here they are. Number three, Mark McGuire at 615. Number two, Mike Trout at 616. And number one, Shohei Otani at 621. That's the highest slugging percentage in the last 50 years, runners in scoring position. Now, on the pitching side, the lowest slugging percentage allowed with runners in scoring position over the last 50 years, number three, Aroldis Chapman, we know the flamethrower, at a .226. Dellen Batansis at 0.211, and then number one, Shohei Otani at 0.201. He has the highest slugging percentage in the as last a hitter. As a hitter in the last 50 years, and the lowest allowed as a pitcher in the last 50 years. That is a crazy stat of the week. That kid is special. If you if you have one of his High-end cards, hold on to it. I don't know if we'll see in our lifetimes um, another another player do what he's doing. It's it's a it's a shame he will probably, unless they trade him for a boatload of picks and some money, uh, I, he, he'll never see a, a postseason uh, any postseason games. Uh, him or Trout, but here, it's I, I saw something the other day. It was like that's like one of the biggest crimes of the century to have Otani and Trout on the same team, and they just can't even sniff a championship. So, it's I pray it's, those guys end up somewhere late in their careers, and and at least with some contribution to a ring would be awesome. Um, and to finish up, Aaron texted me back. I told him, be careful what you ask for. Um, he says he's traveling the next two weeks. He said, how about we do one post-national? Perfect. So I said, deal. And he said, book it. So you pencil them in. We'll talk. And then I'll have a little more knowledge to share about the national because I'll have been back by then. So Awesome. All right. Anything, any closing, any parting shots, any closing thoughts? We're getting ready to break this prism. So if you are in this, um, I'm about, so probably 9 p.m., I'm going to tell my kids to keep it quiet and we're going to uh, bust it. So we'll wrap this up here in a few seconds and then 9 p.m. break on the prism. If you're bored, watch it on YouTube, Facebook or Twitch or on the break page and uh, jump in the one we're filling for tomorrow because it's going to be it's going to be a good one. 15 hangers, a lot of silvers, a lot of variations, a lot of rookies. So nice. That's all I got to say. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for making it this far. Like, subscribe, drop a review for the podcast if you can. Uh, and thanks for being with us tonight. We'll see you. Yep, Good yep. night. See you, man. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like the Talking Shop podcast, be sure to give us a great rating and review. Catch you next time as we talk shop.